Hello friends, welcome to Quiet on Purpose. I'm Heather Lawrence, and you're listening to episode number 72. This podcast is all about learning to sit quietly in the presence of God and our own soul. We're here to gently pursue the practice of listening to God, to what He might want to reveal to us about our souls, and the invitation He might be extending to us in light of what we see. We want to lean in, listen closely, and respond to Him, knowing that the One who loves us will also take gentle care of us as we trust and follow Him. My hope is that these few minutes together today might be a sweet time of pause in our often hurried and noisy lives. This episode is set to release after Christmas, but it is still the fourth week of Advent. We've reached the end of this season of waiting with hopeful anticipation for the birth of Jesus. During this season, we've been following along with the themes the Church follows throughout the four weeks of Advent preparing our hearts for the climactic celebration of Christmas with the birth of the Messiah. The theme of the fourth week of Advent is love, and so we complete our Advent series with the topic of God's love, which ultimately is the whole point of Christmas. Our scripture today is Exodus chapter 34, verses 5 through 7. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him, and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love. Thanks be to God. This is one of my favorite, if perhaps obscure, verses in Scripture. I imagine Moses, who has been on this incredible journey with God in recent months, beginning when God appeared to him in the burning bush. He's seen God do amazing things, rescuing his people from the hand of Pharaoh, leading them across the Red Sea, and feeding and providing water for this vast number of people in the desert. He has heard and obeyed the voice of God, and his faith has grown exponentially. He's now been on the mountain in the presence of God, and he has seen God's power, and now He has boldly asked to see God's glory. God mercifully grants Moses' request and tells him, There's a place near me where you can stand on a rock, and when my glory passes by, I'll put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I've passed by. Then I'll remove my hand and you can see my back, but my face must not be seen. Can you imagine to be placed into the cleft in the rock and covered by God's own hand. What would that be like? So early in the morning, Moses goes up Mount Sinai, where God told him to meet with him, carrying the two stone tablets that God had also told him to bring. And then we get the beautiful scene that our verses today give us. The Lord came down in the cloud, and stood there with him. 
and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. When Moses asked to see God's glory, this is how God revealed himself. Of all the character qualities God could have chosen to emphasize to Moses and to us, he emphasized compassion, grace, patience, abundant love and faithfulness, forgiveness. I wonder how many of us have, for one reason or another, manufactured a caricature of God that is harsh, angry, finger-pointing, unyielding, and unforgiving. How many of us hide from him or keep him at arm's length out of fear? How many of us refuse to surrender what he know he's asking of us because we don't trust his heart? How many of us push through our days with our own agenda and miss the experience of his abundant love because we're too busy to ask, like Moses did, to see his glory. My friends, listen to how God reveals himself one more time. The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Before we begin our time of purposeful quiet today, take a moment. Get your body comfortable. It may help to close your eyes, take a deep breath, and become aware of God's loving presence with you right now. This is my prayer today for you and for me. Lord, compassionate and gracious God, show us your glory, we pray. Forgive us for believing lies about you. Forgive those who have taught us to believe anything bad about you, for you are wholly good, the perfect, complete embodiment of love. God, we invite you right now to demolish those lies and to reshape our view of you, drawing it into line with who you really are. Help us to experience your coming this Christmas in the full truth of your love for mankind. Amen. Over the next few minutes, let's pause to consider... Do I really believe in the compassionate and gracious love of God? Or do I believe something contradictory to how he has revealed himself here? Am I ready to let go of the lies I've believed and embrace him as he describes himself? What is he saying to me? do I want to say to him?
Oh, Father God, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son Jesus, the very image of who you are, to earth. Thank you for being a compassionate and gracious God, a patient and forgiving God, abounding in love and faithfulness. We celebrate your love as we celebrate Christmas. What other God has been so good and so kind as to come and live among us and demonstrate sacrificial love? There is no God like you. May we each experience the beauty of your love for us individually and find the grace to extend it to one another as well at Christmas and in the year to come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, once again, I am so honored that you would choose to spend some of your precious time with me here. Thank you. As always, the questions from today's episode are in the show notes. And if today's episode was helpful to you, please consider sharing it with a friend. I hope you've had a very Merry Christmas and that this Advent season, your heart was truly prepared to receive your Messiah and King. I look forward to continuing this journey with you in the new year. Until then, take a few minutes, take a deep breath, get quiet on purpose, and enjoy God's presence with you, my friends. He loves you so much.